Schneck Medical Center, leading transformation and advancing health. This is Schneck Radio. Here's Bill Klaproth. People with diabetes suffer from high blood sugar levels and over time and left unchecked can cause nerve damage and circulation issues. And these problems can cause or contribute to foot problems. Here to talk with us more is Dr. Jason Woods, a physician at Schneck Medical Center. Dr. Woods, thank you for your time today. So what are the effects of diabetes on your feet? Well, thanks for having me, Bill. I'm happy to talk about this topic as it's a very important one in our community. Um, as you outlined in your intro there, you know, the big things that we see that affect our diabetic patients are impairments in their um, their nerve function and their uh, vascular system. So what that means is as their blood uh, glucose is elevated over a long period of time, it starts to impair uh, their ability to feel their feet. Um, and many times that uh, ends up resulting in significant complications. So uh, a simple uh, a blister or um, a spot of irritation that um, you know somebody without neuropathy would very quickly notice. Uh, somebody with neuropathy will uh, kind of ignore that because they don't hear, they don't feel that uh, feedback of pain, and those little sores can go on to become infected and, and complicating their whole um, situation down there. Um, additionally, as uh, diabetes progresses over time, their uh, blood flow to their feet becomes impaired. Um, that's often, you know, initially manifested with some very subtle color changes to the feet. Their, their feet feel cold, um, but as time goes on, um, that can be a, a significant uh, factor in a patient's ability to heal. Um, so really, neuropathy and vascular impairment are the, are the two main aspects that um, result in diabetic foot complications in my practice. So that's interesting. You don't feel that there's a problem that down there. You don't feel the pain. Normally, you would look and go, geez, am I, oh, I've got a blister here. You just, you don't know it's there, and then it gets worse and gets infected. And then you said you start feeling the tingling or the numbness. Is that when you know there's a big problem, when, when your feet are always cold, or you do feel a, a tingling or a numbness? You know, that's an interesting um, observation. Some people with neuropathy, they, they do feel pain. You know, they feel this tingling. People will describe it as a pins and needles type sensation, a, a cold feeling. Um, and some people don't feel that at all, and they just go straight to numbness. And But I'd say most people have a mixture of the two. You know, when I test them in the office to see how well they feel, they don't, they don't feel um, things that they should, but yet they have this um, overriding burning, tingling type sensation in their feet. Yeah, that's usually one of the first things we see patients have is this burning, tingling type sensation. So that's definitely uh, throws up a red flag that this whole process has started and has actually, you know, has progressed quite a bit. Right. So Dr. Woods, then say somebody doesn't feel something on their foot and sometimes people with diabetes are less flexible and maybe they don't have the dexterity to check and see the bottom of their feet. So then they should go see a podiatrist, is that right? Or how do they check their feet and how do they care for their feet at that point? Well, first of all, if, if someone has diabetes, the current guidelines would, would be for once a year for them to be seen by a podiatrist. And then from there, that podiatrist is trained to kind of uh, stratify how often that patient needs to be seen. You know, with with more complications associated with their feet, you know, more frequent follow-up may be necessary, but at least once a year is a good starting point. Um, if, you know, every diabetic patient should be performing 
daily foot inspections themselves. And, and that does become difficult with age and uh, inflexibility to be able to see the bottoms of your feet. Um, and if that's the case, you have a family member check them. You um, a, a mirror can be a helpful tool in helping you see the bottoms of your feet. Um, it, so it, it is challenging, um, but, um, but, but usually educating people that about neuropathy and the fact that you might not feel a problem, so, so don't wait till you feel a problem. You know, that's, that's a big aspect of this and, and just providing that education to, to allow people to know what to look for. And what if someone ignores the signs and it gets worse? What are the complications then if this goes unchecked? Well, the big complications we see are kind of like I said before, you know, it usually starts with a either a blister or a callus or, or something that, you know, initially isn't um, too threatening, but as time goes on, they subsequently get an infection. That infection um, advances. That infection can either make them quite sick or uh, become quite deeply uh, embedded into even the bone. Um, and it, once a diabetic patient, you know, has infection that deep, it's very difficult to, to treat with simply antibiotics. And many times surgery is required, and, and many times, you know, that's how people end up with, you know, losing part of their foot or even their whole leg is, is something simple that just kind of spirals out of control. So that spiraling out of control, that leads to a really severe infection, and that's where we have heard of people get, unfortunately, getting toes and then, you know, even more, their feet amputated. Is that right? Correct. So is there a way to prevent these symptoms? Can somebody do something to, to kind of ward this off? Sure. And the, the tough thing about diabetes is usually day one when you're diagnosed with it, it's not something that, that makes you terribly ill. Now, some people, you know, they, they find out in kind of a shocking manner where they're, you know, go into ketoacidosis or something severe. But most people, you know, it's not a real shocking thing to them. And, and they're told, well, you need to make some lifestyle changes and change your diet. And, you know, it, nothing really grabs their attention. But the, the sad thing is after years and years and years of, of not managing their diabetes effectively is when we see these problems. So, by the time I'm seeing people with these problems, most of the time we've kind of missed the boat. And so how I would answer that is, is the best way to prevent those symptoms is when you're initially told, hey, you have diabetes or you're pre-diabetic or anything to do with impaired blood sugars, to take that seriously and to do everything in your power to work with your family physician and managing that blood sugar effectively. Um, the, the other big thing from my perspective is just daily inspections. And at the first sign, if you've got a, little, a spot on your foot that you know, it, it, it's questionable at all. It's best to have it evaluated by either your family physician or a, or a podiatrist or somebody um, who's looking out for your best interest. Well, that makes sense. Employ the necessary lifestyle changes that a physician has prescribed for you. Like you said, do the daily foot checks. And then at some point, is there a special kind of footwear available for those with diabetes? Sure, absolutely, and that's that's a commonly prescribed thing. Um, you know, diabetics that have uh, foot complications, so either circulatory problems or or neuropathy, would qualify under most insurance plans to get what are called diabetic shoes. Diabetic shoes are, are shoes that are specially designed to have a very soft, um, accommodative insert in the shoe that helps prevent friction and prevent. Um, you know, a, a lot of episodes of, of, of blisters and things like that. The, the shoes themselves are usually what we call extra depth shoes, so they're wider, deeper, 
They can accommodate for deformities that, you know, a normal off-the-shelf shoe um, might actually rub the foot. You know, a diabetic shoe is less likely to do that. So, yes, diabetic shoes are an important tool in, in prevention of these sort of complications that we're speaking of. And who do those get prescribed to? Are those people that already are having foot complications? Usually they're, you know, both, both from a preventative standpoint and people who have had had complications. You know, I, we... You know, you've heard the phrase, an ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. You know, we definitely, we don't wait for people to get diabetic foot ulcers to prescribe diabetic shoes. We usually, people who have risk factors, such as abnormal alignment to the foot that might make that foot prone to ulcerate, you know, impaired circulation, impaired sensation, you know, we, we those are the type of people that would qualify and we'd want to, to urge them to get into diabetic shoes before they get a foot ulcer. Because once they have an ulcer, it's a different it's a much more uh, uphill battle getting one to heal. Right. So before is the key right there. And wrap it up for us, if you would, Dr. Woods. Why should someone choose Schneck for their diabetes and foot care needs? Well, I, I think we're very fortunate here at Schneck. We've got excellent uh, doctors in all different specialties. We've got uh, great endocrinology service. And so um, management of diabetes at uh, at that level, uh, they, they do a great job of working with patients there. Um, you know, I, I, my practice is very busy with, uh, with patients with these sort of complications, have a lot of experience with that. And so, you know, I feel like patients, when they come to Schneck, um, for their, uh, both their diabetic care and their, and their foot care are in good hands. Excellent. Thank you so much, Dr. Woods. I really appreciate your time today. And for more information, visit schneckmed.org. That's schneckmed.org. This is Schneck Radio. I'm Bill Klaproth. Thanks for listening.